Welcome to the Campfire Conversation Podcast. I'm your host, Cole Kelly. Ask almost anybody who's been to summer camp, whether they be kids or staff members, and they'll tell you, it is awesome. They will also tell you through their words, but mostly through their actions, that they learn a ton while there too. As a longtime camp director, youth sport coach, and father to three growing young men, I know the lessons that we learn at camp can be hugely beneficial for all of us back home in the real world. So, each week, I'll spend some time around the digital campfire talking with professionals from inside and around the summer camp world. We'll share their lessons, their ideas, and their practices in a way that I hope will be immediately useful for your life back home. So, pull up a seat, get your marshmallow ready to roast, and let's spend some time learning together around the campfire. I don't know what you believe about the differences or similarities between moms and dads. Personally, having parented our own three children, along with roughly 10,000 other children and young staff members over the past 20 years, I know that Kate and I have a lot of differences. Seeing life as best I can, though, through Kate's eyes has been incredibly helpful. Having listened to three of our great Waquake moms talk about their camp experience last week on, on the show was incredibly helpful for me. It also made me smile a ton and multiple times gave me chills. I have a feeling that listening to the experience of some of our Waquake dads could be just as useful. We've been fortunate to work with a number of great dads over time who've seen a lot both through their own eyes at camp but also the eyes of their own children. Dr. Mark and James Scrappy Stassen have probably seen the most uh, and lived with us the most at Camp Aquake. So I gave them a call and got them back around the campfire. Let me give a quick introduction for both. Dr. Mark Altschuler grew up as a camper and then served as a camp counselor before trading in a camp whistle for a stethoscope. He now serves a number of roles at Thomas Jefferson University Hospital. He's a family practitioner. He's the director of the residency program there and head of a new center for community care. Dr. Mark and I have been talking a lot over the past several weeks about COVID-19 and everything related to that. I thought it was time for us to speak about something a little bit more fun. And if you've listened to this podcast at all, you've enjoyed Scrappy's work. He's the assistant director of Camp Quake, focusing on staffing, travel, and food. And he's also my partner in crime at the Campfire Conversation. Scrappy learned all the stuff that he's putting into play at our camp while he was running Justin Bieber's concerts worldwide for a number of years. Scrap has been a great and wonderful resource for all of us at Camp Aquatic, and I'm happy to learn from him again tonight. You'll learn how camp has affected both of them, how the experiences of watching their own children at camp has influenced their understanding of their children, and get some words of encouragement and advice for the situation that we're all in right now. I hope you'll enjoy this great campfire conversation with my two dear friends, Dr. Mark and Scrappy. Dr. Mark, Scrappy, great to have you guys around the campfire. Thanks for having us. Great to be here. So we have spent many summers uh, around the campfire at Sly Lake. Uh, and Dr. Mark, you've been with us for you know, a week at a time, Scrappy, for, you know, for all six weeks. And usually that's the night we give Dana off. So you know, we get to spend some time down there. And Mark, I I've, I've distinctly remember several experiences standing and watching the rest of campfire after I've done my thing with you. And just both thinking how great this experience is, not only for us, but for the kids. Yeah, I, you know, um, I think these days, you know, you see kids just that are so glued and connected to devices. 
um, you know, to be up at camp and just, even when I'm sitting in like, you know, the health center taking care of kids or just doing some notes, just listening to the kids run and laugh all yeah. day long it is such an incredible feeling. Like you don't, you don't see that as much these days. You don't always have the kids run. I mean, well, nowadays you do, but you know, you don't have a lot of kids outside. They're really in their houses. They're not as connected. They're not as social. Um, and then, you know, I, I like to walk around camp with the dogs when they're there and just seeing everyone just have fun, like over and over and over again. Yeah. Um, even though, you know, I only have two kids there, just watching the happiness and all the other kids, like there's nothing better. Yeah. I'm jealous. I can't be there. <laughs> it's pretty incredible. And it's crap. Even with, you know, you've got two little ones that aren't monks yet. Although I know we're, we're getting there quickly. You know, I'm, I see you playing with the kids just as much and enjoying it. Oh, absolutely. I love getting in there with the kids and I look at it as teaching me as a parent sometimes, you know, like what, what what's in my future of what my kids are going to be like. Uh, um, I don't know a lot about like what nine-year-olds are into. My kid's only five. It'll be six this summer. So I only know up to there. So I love being at camp because I learn from the kids and just get in with them and, and kind of play with them all the time. And, and it really is just like a place like no other in the world. You really can't replicate it anywhere. Yeah, you can't. So, Dr. Mark, you grew up at one of the, the great boys camps in Maine uh, and then became a, a, a camp counselor with your compatriot, your sister, uh, Miss Ricky, and, and then have now brought kids, your own kids to camp. How did growing up at camp and, and being a camp counselor influence you, if it did at all, and, and how you parent your children? That's a great question. I mean, I think, you know, growing up, I always had a great experience at camp and um, I was a day camp counselor for many summers with my sister and we had a blast. And I think when, when our kids were younger, Jacob was the first one to go to camp. I just wanted him to have that experience, but you know, just because you liked it, you may not, you know, your child may not like it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I wanted him just to go and just kind of explore. And I will never forget um, going up that first week, or the, the first summer I was, I was the camp doctor for the second week and Cole, you met us at the gate and you brought us to the lunchroom and, um, Jacob used to be, <laughs> Jacob used to be pretty shy and we're, we're at the lunchroom for maybe like five minutes and music turned on and I turn and he's on a table dancing. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh my gosh, what happened to my son? Um, and I've never looked back. I mean, I think the greatest thing about being a parent, um, at a summer camp is just, you see a different side of your child. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, we're fortunate that we found, you know, you guys at Camp Aquaia because it has completely brought out the best in our kids. Um, and just being able to watch that from afar, there are things that you don't normally see. Like we don't dance on the table at our house. I mean, we have a good time. (laughs) Joe likes to, you know, sing country music with Jacob in the kitchen, but just to kind of see those different sides of the kids. Um, and, you know, Allie at camp, you know, she changed her name to Bob. Yeah, that's right. Allie Bob. <laughs> and people would come up to me like, oh, your daughter has an interesting name. I'm like, Allie? They're like, who's Allie? I'm like, my daughter. And they're like, no, her name is Bob. I'm like, her name is not Bob. <laughs> um, so I think just to kind of see your kids, you know, um, allow their creativity to shine and become someone different. Like, that's what I wanted. And I think as a parent being able to kind of see that from afar um, while I'm working at camp has just, it's been another reason why I've loved it so much. Yeah. 
how about you, Scrap? I mean, you, you came to camp, you know, not even married yet. Um, yeah. And then you took, you tried to take Dana away from us. And, and, and thankfully it went the other way. It actually brought you to you us. brought me into it. That's why I always say I, I'm, I work here because of Dana. Um, and <laughs> I yeah, when I first, Kate, so. <laughs> right, right. We, we're, we have that in common. Um, and when I first came to, to visit camp, you know, I heard about summer camp from my friends growing up. I never went to summer camp. I went to a day camp. I never went to a sleepaway camp. And so I heard about it, but getting there and seeing the kids, I was like, wow, this is amazing. Look at all these kids playing and having fun and getting along with everybody. And I just thought it was like this super cool, super fun, awesome place place. Uh, and then fast forward a couple years, I get married and now I have my own kids and started working for camp. And that's to me when it got real, because I was like, wow, we, the responsibilities that we're taking all these other, like I imagine sending my kid away to somewhere for three weeks, six weeks, eight weeks (laughs) for somebody else to take care of them and trust them to do that. Not only like safely and making sure their health is wise, but also influencing them, teaching them like good lessons and being that impression on them. And so when I had my kids, I was like, wow, this is like a real experience. And then to see how it impacts the kids and interact, you know, I've been here for a couple of years now. I've seen, you know, Dr. Mark, I've your kids grow up now I feel like and to see how the camp even though they're only there for a couple of weeks it influences these kids in everything they do for the rest of their life and for the rest of their personality Mm -hmm. and so like it really got real for me with my own kids because now I see like oh wow I I need to have my kids have this experience because and growing up the way they are they get to have this experience you know I have my five-year-old and he's got friends that are in camp he's like oh dad I'm gonna go fishing with so-and-so from bunk seven and I'm like how do you know these people Uh, but that's just camp because everybody's friends with them and gets along with them so it's just just this amazing experience there yeah so we know that the camp has been amazing and and I'm the same way. I mean, we used to tell a story that uh, there was this great guy named Hollywood who was a counselor and we called him Hollywood because he had this amazing head of hair and he was just such a handsome you know, guy. Kate named him Hollywood, of course. Um, and we remember saying, Jack, where are you going? He goes, well, I'm going to go see my best friend, Hollywood. You know, Jack at that time was six, you know, and Hollywood was 21 uh, and about to become a teacher. And it's so wonderful to see our children open up and become who really they, they could be, want to be, you know, at camp. How, you know, we all have come into camp as adult men. You know, I really didn't come into camp until I was 26, 27. You know, Mark, you, you grew up at camp and then has come, come back to it now as, as a doctor and a dad. You know, Scrap, you came into this, you know, as a dad as well, or as a, as a man as well. How do you think camp has changed you, you know, as an adult man coming into this? Because, you know, what I think culture would say is that men probably wouldn't, you know, do quote unquote uh, kids camp. You know, it's not a, a normative thing, I guess you could probably say. But what would you say to that? I mean, how has it changed you as, as a man? Uh, for, for, for me, uh, it's definitely changed me. And I, I feel like it's, I don't want to, I, I see what you're saying. There's some stereotype, stereotypical things in there with the manly man of they, you know, women take care of the kids and this and that. And I've seen through camp that that's not the best idea. Uh, you want everybody to have an influence on camp. And for me as a person, seeing being able to interact with some of these kids and seeing how they're different, and for me learning how to do that, that was a big difference for me because it's like as a man growing up, you're not necessarily taught how to work with kids or how to deal with kids and how their emotions are different and how they can't handle things. Uh, so working at camp has taught me some of those things that 
society doesn't teach men, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me as a man, I feel like I'm a way better parent because I've learned how to be goofy with kids, how to have patience with kids, how to do these different things and let them lead sometimes. And I, I don't know everything. The kids want to know stuff and let, let them kind of talk to me and figure it out. And I, I really think it's affected me a lot as a parent uh, in a great way, in a much better way that I would not have been able to do had I not been a kid. Yeah. How about you, Dr. Mark? It was interesting. When I was younger, I, I had, there was two things I wanted to do when I, when I grew up. I wanted to be a doctor, and I, but I also wanted to be a teacher. And mm. um, so growing up, you know, I was, I was a camp counselor in college. I babysat. Um, I was a nanny for a family of three for two years after college. Um, and then I went to med school, and I, I've loved being a physician. But I got to tell you, the, the piece of, um, you know, being the camper again and, and being with kids all day um, has been so fulfilling. So for me as a um, going to camp, it's kind of helped me fulfill my other, you know, kind of lifelong dream. Um, it kind of, it's the best of both worlds, right? Cause I'm with kids all day and I feel like, you know, I, I'm a big kid myself, so I fit in perfectly. Um, <laughs> you do. Maybe not as much as some other people, but I feel like I fit in perfectly <laughs> so you do. and I get to practice medicine that I love. And um you know, as a, as a parent, you also want to be there to kind of help nurture these kids. Like at least for me, you know, they're coming in sick and, you know, I love trying to reassure them that they're going to be okay. I Mm -hmm. love talking to the parents on the phone to say, listen, I'm a dad. I have kids here, you know, so-and-so is going to be okay. And if they're not, I'm going to let you know. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's really, um, it's kind of, I think allowed me to kind of fulfill that other dream that I always had to do. Yeah. And it's interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting here listening to you too. And I'm, I'm thinking how much influence you, you two have had not only on the, the kids, but also on the young staff, you know, the young men and women that come in that are, you know, 18 to 23, 24 to, you know, 62 years old and, and watching you interact with the counselors, I think has just as much impact as watching you work with the kids because what you do with the counselors, they can then take and kind of funnel down um, and say, all right, so Dr. Mark did it this way or Scrappy did it that way or Cole did it this way. I should do it similarly. Scrappy, do you see that as well? Yeah, for me, I think that's, uh, that was where I gravitated a lot for early on when I started a camp every year, my goal is always to work more with the kids. Cause I, cause I was not scared of them, but I was like, I'm scared of the kids. I never worked with the kids before. So I didn't know what to do. Um, and so the staff that were the 18 to 25 year old kids, that was more something I felt comfortable with. And, and because I worked in the music industry before this, I have this kind of history. I noticed that a lot of the staff listened to what I said. So I felt like a dad to the staff, um, mm. these 20 year old kids that were just lost in their life. Uh, and I felt like a counselor to them because I was, was like not much older than them or I am older than them. <laughs> um, and they would listen to me just like how the campers listen to the counselors because they have like this kind of kindred spirit to them um, and so I looked at it that way too like I had this influence and I agree with you it's that it's it's like this trickle-down experience right where if I'm impacting that staff member and the counselor and giving them good advice and saying hey this is how you should handle your own life situations they turn around and do it to the campers themselves you know they, yeah. they take that patience and, and bring it to the camp the campers and, and kind of teach the kids as well so it's kind of a waterfall effect I should yeah say. And, and Dr. Mark, you get to come in and really kind of see it. I mean, we're, we're there the entire summer. You get to come in for a week and, and hopefully the summer, two weeks. Um, how do you see the impact with the staff? They have to be on their game all the time for these kids. Um, and for many of them, as you mentioned, you know, they're, they're kind of big 
kids themselves and sometimes they just they need an adult to talk to and talk through stuff. Um, but I think also by being there and being so approachable, it kind of knocks down the barriers of the hierarchy, right? So you guys right. are both leaders at the camp, yet the two most approachable people probably for anyone to talk to. And, you know, I think, I think that's kind of how everyone at camp is, um, mm-hmm. regardless of, you know, what your position is um, and what yeah. you do here. You know, you guys have instilled, you know, you walk up and down the paths and everyone is saying, hi, how was your day? Um, and not looking the other way. Everyone is an equal there. Um, and I think be- between that and being able to give um, the staff the opportunity to look to us as more of like parent figures and authority if they do have questions and they need someone to turn to um, mm-hmm. has been great. And I think, you know, because you guys have had such an open door policy, I think they all feel very comfortable going to you, you know, the two of you and, and the other, you know, leaders of the camp for anything. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I think it was last summer, the, the three of us share what's one of my favorite nights at camp. We, we have a campfire um, with the oldest boys and we have a campfire with the oldest girls. And, and I always invite the, the different kind of older, more experienced men to come with the guys and more experienced women to come with the ladies. And, and I get to be at both, which is wonderful for me. <laughs> um, but we we cooked some great food, you know, all of us. And we sat around the campfire and we ate and we talked and, and had some, were you guys surprised at all with the questions? Because we, you know, we, we just to let everybody know, I always say, all right, this is ask me anything, you know, ask any of us anything now. So these 15, 16 year old young men, you know, Dr. Mark, that was, I think your first experience with it. Were you surprised at all with the questions you got? I mean, there was a couple things, you know, Jacob was in that group and I wanted to, um, I was cautious. I wanted to make sure he felt comfortable with me there. Um, and, and he definitely did because I think yeah. because I'd been there for a number of years. Yeah. Um, two, that was a memorable night because I got my five-year jacket. So I was very <laughs> excited about that. But I think just, just the, um, like the, the, the openness and the honesty of the kids, you know, I mean, here they are, you know, running around, goofing around all day long but it was like a true like heart to heart discussion and you know no one was goofing around i mean i think they really recognized the importance of the event um you know starting with cole how you kind of opened it up um and i think you know the fact that they can goof around and have fun all day long but they came there you know and they still laughed and joked and stuff but they really they they really kind of took it in um everyone asked thoughtful questions. They were really good listeners. Um, I was so impressed. Um, you know, they were probably much more attentive there than they are in the classroom during the school year. <laughs> definitely when they're with their parents. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, Mark. That's the thing. Uh, well, one, I usually just come because Cole cooks steaks, and that's usually <laughs> uh, what most of the kids are. But what you just said, Mark, is exactly what I was thinking was – in camp in the midst of this just having fun and being silly all day all of a sudden it turns into this moment where they are really listening and inputting and asking like a true friend like questions that they might not ask their parents at home or they might not ask their friend or might be scared to ask a teacher or whatever it is for for whatever reason they feel that you create this environment where they feel free to talk about these things um and it gives us the chance to have that impact impact on them right there and then say hey okay let's talk let's get real for a minute um, and it is kind of amazing how those kids just open up like that. It really is kind of this beautiful thing that happens um, where that trust just pops out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah I, really- I got to tell you that. Um, I mean, I definitely have a number of highlights over the years, but that is definitely a top five moment. I mean, I think, you know, 
as, as a dad, just to kind of hear Jacob and his friends talk meant a lot to me. Yeah. Um, but just to be able to be a part of that circle, uh, I, I mean, I remember walking back to the, the bunk to try to explain it to Jill. I just couldn't put it in words. I was like, honey, this, you know, and I was, granted, I was still in my jacket, by the way. I didn't take it off. But I said, it was just, it was such, um, it was just a gift that I could be there. And I was just so honored to be there and to have them feel comfortable to kind of share some of their thoughts and questions with me. It was truly incredible. Yeah, that's not what more, I was expecting. It's even more amazing that it was your son in the group and that's yeah. how good it set up because he was like no dad's day like that's even more so to me that that's amazing because most you know kids oh no dad we can't talk about that you might just, you know clam up but it was like no problem you know that's that's a really incredible yeah. yeah yeah it's such a great night i remember the first time we did it we were this was i think maybe 10 years ago we tried it for the first time because frankly we were searching for something to do and i said all right let me take the cit boys down and do something with just them um and i cooked for them and they had gotten in trouble that day and we were sitting around the campfire and I was so upset with what they, a little girl had heard something, had heard a bad word and they learned it from, we found out the CIT boys. And I'll never forget, I, I, the boys were all kind of goofing off and I took my walkie talkie because someone was blabbering on it and I turned it off and I chucked it down the beach. Hmm. They're like, what? And I said, okay, who wants to tell me about this? And it was amazing because one of the older men there, this is only my, my second summer at camp he turned it and he said, this is a learning time. You know, why do you think Cole's upset? And then they said, it. and then we had this really great, honest conversation. And then that led to, all right, guys, you obviously have questions, ask me whatever you want. And at that point I was, you know, the, the anger was gone. It's like, okay, I have to be taught now. I have to teach and I have to be taught because this older man was there and taught me how to handle it. I was like, oh, that's just fantastic. And then the funny thing is two days later, the girl said, When's our campfire with you? It's like, okay, here we go. Of course, that's what you had to do that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think it's, what you said there is something I, I think camp has taught me so much is how to turn everything into a teachable moment. You know, like, yeah, we're naturally going to get angry about things or mad or upset or sad when things happen initially, but then how to quickly flip that and go, okay, how do I make my kids learn from this? And how do yeah. I say, what can we do from this experience to, to help the children? And I, I use that with my kids all the time. Um, yeah. Teachable moment. I love that's something I learned at camp, uh, you know, yeah. working with kids like that. You know? what, but I think so, also for kids, you know, to, they have to also figure it out themselves without their parent mm-hmm. there, without a teacher there. I mean, granted, they have their counselors there, but, you know, they're going to have challenges and struggles and they kind of are going to figure it out themselves. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's nice to be in a setting where they feel comfortable that they can do that. Yeah. And, and speaking of that, Mark, I mean, I know Ali Bob, we got her for another couple of years. Thank goodness. Oh, you know, Jacob, you know, he's, he's graduated and hopefully we have him this summer as, as a staff member, which we're really excited about, but he was originally planning on going to Israel. Uh, yeah. And I assume on his own, what, what are some of the things that as a parent, you want your children to take from camp and take out with them into the, the quote unquote other world, real world, what, as they grow? You know, I, mean, I think, when they get older and they get jobs, um, you know, life is hard and life is, is, is stressful and there's going to be ups and downs, but, um, you know, there's always going to be a time that, uh, you can get together with friends and make the most of these experiences and you're going to make lifelong relationships. Um, Mm -hmm. and I want them to be able to take this and honestly, you know, pass it on to their kids. I mean, I, 
I signed my kids up because of the experiences that I had. And I remember, you know, as a, as a parent, you know, you may show your kids a movie that you saw and they're like, Oh dad, that's really not that funny. I'm like, no, I promise you it was funny. <laughs> um, you know, you, or you may read a book that you read when you were younger and you may have certain experiences, you know, all of us, you know, I would have my kids, I would tell the kids the teams that I liked and hopefully they wanted to like the same teams. And camp was one of those experiences that I just had such an incredible time growing up in between being a camper and a counselor it meant so much to me. Um, that I wanted it for my kids. And I, I think because they've had such a great experience, I want them to use it, you know, down the road. I mean, I, I you know, even though Jacob was going to go to Israel this summer, it's only because he couldn't, you know, stay at camp. Um, <laughs> and I, but you know, some of my greatest times, you know, my, my closest friend in the world is someone that I met at a day camp in high school. Oh, wow. Um, really? Awesome. Yeah. So we met when we were 16. So, you know, I want Jacob to be a counselor and, and, um, meet some great lifelong friends and, you know, I want them to have kids so that I w that way I can continue to stay as the camp doctor. Cause if, I, right. <laughs> if I'm there and I have no kids, then it's going to be really weird. <laughs> That's all right. You, you've, yes. you've already got a lifetime contract offer. So it's just yeah. no big deal. How much you scrap? I mean, your kids are, you know, five and, and two thirds, yep. you know, and, and three, what, and you're, a part of developing this, the, the experience that we create every summer with our staff and with our kids. What do you want your kids to get out of this, seeing how, how young they are? Oh, man, that's such a question. Like the skills that they learn already is amazing. And the social skills and the way to get along with them. And I think about that because I do. I hire, you know, 80% of our staff, right? All these counselors I hire. And in the back of my mind, every time I'm interviewing a counselor, it's like, okay, he might have to, this person might have to take care of my kid at some point in time. Do I trust or like this person's personality enough to get that? Um, and that's what, you know, that's, it's, it's a good thing for us as a camp because we're getting good people because they're taking care of my kids too. Um, <laughs> and for, for my kids, like the exposure that they get from all the different cultures, all the different people that are at camp learning all these new things is something that like I, it's invaluable. You know, my, my son, he'll be six this summer. This is his sixth summer at camp. Uh, and he's got 150, 200 aunts and uncles every time he goes to camp and you know, 400 cousins. It's the, the most, and he looks forward to it every summer. And for him, he doesn't know anything different. And growing up in that is, is just molding them to such a social, like, I don't want to say social butterfly. Cause it's not like he craves, he's, he's very not like, likes attention, but I can put him in any situation and he gets along with people. And yeah. like, that's something I think camp does for everybody. It teaches you these social skills of how to interact with people and how to just be comfortable being yourself. Um, yeah. And that's something I see out of him all the time. And the new skills you learn, like I think Dana mentioned on last week's podcast, and it still blows my mind. Last summer, a camper taught my five-year-old how to play chess. You know, like literally I would walk in and he's playing chess with a camper. And I'm like, what? He's like, oh, Matt taught me. And I'm like, okay, so now I'm at home and I play him chess. And so like the skills that they learn at camp or something as a parent, you want to teach them everything, but you get to a point as a parent, I think, where you realize you can't. Um, I, I mean, you guys are way advanced more than I am. So you guys probably learned that a long time ago. Uh, and so for me, it's just about finding and being in a place where he can learn these new skills uh, without me and by, by trusted people that I like, and I think are going to have a good influence on them. So that's yeah. really what I, I love seeing. And, you know, I was going to add, um, you know, when we first looked into camp, it was for Jacob and, you know, Jacob was, is our, was our oldest and he was definitely a daddy's boy. Um, but he was very dependent on me and Joe, like not, not independent. Um, definitely more of, on like the introverted side. 
and not really wanting to kind of make decisions on his own and just wanted to do kind of what daddy did. Um, which trust me as a dad, I was, I was loving every moment, but I needed him to come out of his shell. Um, and when we started looking at camps, um, you know, his oldest, his, his cousin, Emily went to Laquake, which is how we heard about it. Um, and we didn't want to like force it on him. And I remember we, we, we had a video on the computer and I was like, Jacob, mom and I want to show you something. And we showed him that we started playing the video. He's like, are you guys sending me away? And I'm like, I'm like, there's this great camp that Emily went to and mom and I would love for you to go. If you want to go, I said, you know, when, when I was your age, I was going to camp. Your mom was going to camp. So he's like, okay, let's watch the video, but I don't want to go to camp. And we watched the video. He's like, can I watch it again? You know, we watched it again. And then I call you came to the house. Yep. Um, and, you know, you know, as soon as you came to the house, you know, it was hook, line, and sinker. He was in. Um, but we didn't really know how he was going to, if it was really going to kind of take him out of his shell. Like, that was our hope. Um, but when I stood up in that lunchroom and he was dancing on the table, <laughs> done. Yeah, it's done. It's and we haven't looked back. And I even remember my, my, my mom um, used to always say to me when Jacob was younger, you know, Mark, he's, he's so attached to you. He's going to have to become independent. And after that summer, we went to Florida to visit my parents. And my mom was like, this is a different child. Three wow. weeks of camp. She was blown away. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah it's, I I t- it, if it's the right fit, it's, it's the big, best gift we can give our kids. If it's the right yeah. fit. You know, it's yeah. got to be predicated on that. But, man. I, know. Uh, I love hearing that story because I, I know Jacob now. And I know him, I mean, as, a, as a, not an adult, but he's, what, 6, 17, 19? Um, and I can't even imagine him like that, you know, because I knew him after he went to camp. Uh, so yeah. I, I, love, I love hearing those kind of stories, uh, you know, how it, it actually works, you know, it actually yeah. true life testimony here, you know. Uh, All right, so as the, the campfire, unfortunately, is getting a little low here, I, I want to put you two both on the spot. I, I didn't prepare you for this question at all, but oh, as, as, a, as a dad, uh, and as a camp person, uh, we're all going through a lot right now in the United States, around the world with, with COVID. And, and Dr. Mark, you're handling it, you know, literally on the front lines. Um, and Scrappy, you're talking with staff members and families from all over the world thinking about coming to camp. What, what advice or encouragement would you pass along, you know, kind of from your, your camp lens uh, to other parents that are, that are going through this with us? Yeah, scrap. Um, so this is something I think about a lot uh, because I, I wonder how this is impacting the kids. You know, like the, this is something that's all the kids, they're, they missed a half a year of school. They don't, a lot of them aren't getting to graduate. A lot of them aren't getting to do a lot of traditional things. And I think about this a lot, what that impact is having on for them. And what I think about is what are they going to remember in five years, in 10 years, in 20 years? And I look at it through that lens. When I'm getting frustrated or mad or I'm screaming at my kids, or I don't really scream at my kids, but when I feel like I want to, I remind right. myself, like, what's he going to remember? Is he going to remember the fun, like, weird time when he was homeschooled for six months and we had play dates and, you know, dinner under the table and then we went out scavenger hunts and all this fun family time and all this stuff? Or is he going to remember, you know, dad being mad and frustrated and screaming and yelling at them at all the time? 
Um, and I want him to remember the good stuff. So I really try and like shift like daily thinking and it's not easy and we all have bad days. You know, like there's days where it doesn't work obviously and, and hours where it doesn't work. Uh, but I really try and focus on, on the good stuff and what he's going to remember in five years and how can I make this a, again, a, switch it. How can I make this a positive thing for him and make this a unique experience and not get so caught up in the, Oh, you didn't have graduation. Oh, that's fine. oh you didn't have graduation. That's awesome. Cause some people don't have graduation. And like, again, really try and, and create this, this positive thing for when they look back at this. Uh, cause my kids don't fully understand what's going on, but a little bit, um, mm-hmm. So I want them to remember the good stuff. And, I, and that's a camp thing, too, is where we always it, – it's raining. Oh, liquid sunshine. Let's have some fun. You know, like that's – I really try and approach it as much as I can um, when I'm, you know, not sleep-deprived and stressed in my head. But, you know, those are days, too. We all are. Yeah. How about you, How about you Dr. Mark? You know, it's, it's so scary now. And I think life as our kids knew it is not, is not going to exist the way it has. Um, and I think you, you, you have reminders, you know, you can't turn on the TV and they're talking about it. You, if you happen to go in the car, like it's on the news, you know, you walk outside, everyone has a mask on, like you can't escape it. Yeah. Um, and I think, it, you know, if we can figure out a way to, to kind of do it safely, um, it will, you know, I mean, for the most part, I mean, life at camp is, you know, it's always been my happy place. And I think for our kids, it's their happy place. Um, and it's, it's a relatively stress-free environment. And if there's ever a time in our kids' lives or any, or any summer that my kids have had there to, to return back to a stress-free time, um, they really, really need it. Um, yeah. You know, at, at first when you hear that school is going to be canceled, you know, they're kind of excited. But then when they realize <laughs> that they can't see their friends and they can't, you know, my, you know, Jacob's baseball season was done. He was looking forward to a spring trip. Allie was so excited for a bunch of stuff. She's missing middle school graduation. You know, you start to get in a funk. And even the, the, the greatest parents can do the best job with their kids. It's a really, really tough time right now. Yeah. Um, and if we're able to kind of give them like that slice of heaven, which is what camp is, to give them um, that chance to kind of dance on the tables and change their name and just um, dance in the rain and do whatever they need to do, Because more than likely, when camp's over, they're going to return to, you know, some of the the, the stressful life that we have. And if we're able to give that to them, even for a small time, you know, assuming we can get it done safely, um, I mean, it it would be the best summer that they would ever have. And and they're going to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know the staff feel the same way, just being able to get back and, you know, raise the drawbridge, you know, basically a camp and just have that great experience and go home. It would be a a breath of fresh air for all of us. Uh, And certainly for our kids and for the parents back home. So Mm -hmm. hopefully we get to that point and figure out how to do it safely and and get to camp so that we can continue these great lessons that we all get to learn, you know, around the campfire. Well, Dr. Mark, Scrappy, always a pleasure, guys. Thanks so much for for being with me tonight. And I look forward to being around a a real campfire uh, with you guys very soon. Me too. You too. It is so much fun for me getting those two guys back around the campfire. We've shared some great evenings under the stars with our campers and staff over the years. And getting a chance to speak with them about this topic and about their experience at camp during a time where we're all stuck at home is really a wonderful thing for me. Providing kids a place to play, to truly be themselves, And to ask honest questions is a really wonderful gift. 
spending a short time, you know, around the campfire with our oldest campers, you know, each summer is one of my greatest moments each year. They always surprise me with the depth of their questions, and I'm always moved by the answers that are given by the staff members who share the evening with us. Camp can really teach us a lot, whether we're campers or staff members, whether we're first-timers or 45th-timers. The key is being curious and open to the experience, honest and forthright with your questions and answers, and courageous enough to fail and learn, and then to put that new knowledge, that new learning into action. Hopefully, we can learn a lot over the course of these last several weeks that we've experienced together, and we can put that learning into practice going forward in a way that brings us all closer together. Thanks for taking the time to listen. If you've enjoyed this podcast, I hope you'll leave a review on whichever service you're using. The more positive reviews, the more these ideas will spread. Our campfire circle is big enough for everybody, so please invite a friend. Until we speak again, I hope you'll continue to connect at a distance while remaining patient, healthy, and hopeful. Thanks again to our friends at SCOPE for sponsoring the Campfire Conversation podcast. SCOPE stands for Summer Camp Opportunities Promote Education. They provide children from underserved communities with life-changing opportunities through the experience of summer camp. SCOPE campers benefit from a positive, safe, and healthy environment led by excellent role models who give them the chance to develop their full potential. We both believe that summer camp reinforces what children learn in school and enhances overall academic learning. If you would like to help give some wonderful children a life-changing experience, I hope you'll join me in supporting SCOPE. You can find them online at scopeusa.org and on social media at support SCOPE.